Uh, last week, I, uh, I wasn't here uh, for Mass, if you came to 7 o'clock Mass. Um, I, uh, I wasn't here last weekend. I was actually in Arkansas. Um, I did a baptism for uh, my little cousin. Um, it was uh, it was their first it was their their baby and uh, they just had a baby. Uh, so my cousin and I we grew up across the street from one another. We're about three years apart. Um, so for the early part of my life, um, my sister and I are six years apart. And whenever you're six years apart, you hate each other. Like for the early part of your life, right? Um, so when I was a kid, for the first three years, for the first those early years of my life, um, my cousin and I we played together all the time. Like she was like my little sister, um, almost more than my actual sister, right? Um, we were we were friendly. We, we had a good time. Um, well, she went to college at some red school up there in Northwest Arkansas with a piggy as their as their uh, mascot. Um, so we I went up. My sister and I we went up to the baptism. Um, it was a beautiful celebration, uh, but there were a few things just like as I, as I was there um, that I noticed. Um, one of them was uh, just with my cousin in particular. Um, one of them was she, she basically had to open her house to everybody. Right. Um, I know a lot of us probably right now are feeling some of that with Thanksgiving having just passed. And you may have been the one that drew the short straw and had to had to invite everybody over to your house. And uh, you're probably still cleaning up and eating leftovers. Right. Um, but she had to open up her house to everybody. So she had her in-law. She had her parents. She had me and my sister. She had a bunch of friends. Just a lot of people were kind of in and out their house over the course of a few days. They made sure that they had like the drinks and the ice and the food and the and the cake and 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 the seating and and everything was right and it was decorated and everything was clean, meaning that probably things were just thrown into a closet like a closet in the hallway and just kind of held together and just kind of like bolted shut, right? Um, but I remember like it was really interesting just to watch that and and just to watch all the activity and all the stuff. And then while she's like in like game plan mode, her and her husband and, and hosting and doing all this stuff, all of a sudden you might hear the baby start to cry. And all of a sudden, all of those things just kind of went out the, out the window and she went from playing host to, to being mom. And it was just really beautiful to see, right? Like, like I said, I, I, someone who I grew up with, someone who I watched like in high school and, 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 and I saw like as a little kid and, and now I see like, the mom just kind of oozing out of her. It was really, really beautiful for me to watch. And what I noticed, though, was there was something very, very different for her when it came to preparing for the event of the baptism and the person who we celebrated for the baptism. Like, let, let me, let me let, let's break that down. Like, like, the event of the baptism was everybody come over to the house after, right? Like, the event of the baptism was uh, flights coming in and out and, my, and her brother driving in at late hour at night and, and me and my sister kind of just barging in on a Friday night to go visit and, and everybody just kind of coming over and making themselves at home at her house. That was the event of the baptism. It was all the stuff around the baptism. It was all the entertaining. It was the presence. It was the people. It was all that stuff. That was the event of the baptism. And while, while the event of the baptism was good and, and it, was, it was great, it, it, was, it was for a short time and, and quite honestly, it feels like it was about six years ago now already. Even though it was last week. <laughs> it, it just feels like it was a long time ago and it feels very, very distant already because it was the event and it kind of passed quickly and, and now it's a memory and there's pictures on Facebook. Like, that, that was fun. Great. 
But the person of the baptism had a much bigger impact. His name's Bo. Bo, all of a sudden, changed my cousin. Changed her from just being a little girl from Raceland. Changed her from just being a married woman who, who's working and, and, and trying to balance a lot of things in her life right now. Like, Bo changed her into a mom. That was a very, very lasting, very, very big impact. The reason why I bring this up, especially this week as we approach Advent, Advent is all about Christmas. Like Advent, the whole purpose of the wreath, right? The whole purpose of the four weeks, the whole purpose of this next month is to prepare us for Christmas. When we hear the word Christmas, what are you preparing for? Is it going to be Thanksgiving round two? Or is Christmas a person? Is Christmas just going to be an event? Or are you preparing to receive a person, namely Jesus? This is what it sounds like and looks like if Christmas, if our preparation this Advent season over this next month is just preparing for an event. This is probably what it's going to sound like. Right now, we're just coming off of the wake, right, of, of Thanksgiving. So somebody is still eating uh, turkey and stuffing and probably some leftover gumbo. And if you're one of those people that had ham, gross, but you're, 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 you're probably still eating and munching on leftovers of some sort, Right? Okay, so what's going to happen is, is that Black Friday already hit, and if you survived and you made it, thank you, that's awesome. Um, if you didn't, well, we're going to do a funeral soon, right? But anyway, um, what's going to happen is, is Cyber Monday, you're going to be on Amazon trying to get everybody's gifts, right? And then Giving Tuesday, you're going to give to I Give Catholic, because Father's going to guilt you at the end of Mass into giving <laughs> something for I Give Catholic, right? And then what's going to happen is, is that for the next four weeks, Hallmark is going to inundate you with the exact same movie. Over and over and over. I promise you, the good-looking guy who is from the other side of the tracks is who she ends up with. I promise you that the ranch is going to get saved. And I promise you that Santa's going to show up and the lights will be on. All right? I just ruined every Hallmark movie for you. You're welcome. Right? This is what's going to happen. It's like a Nickelback album. It's the same movie over and over and over. That's it. So what's going to happen is, is then you're going to get closer to Christmas. Breaks are going to start to happen. Parents are going to wonder, what am I going to do with my kids, right? Then we get into where are we going for Christmas? What mass we're going to attend? What we're going to do here? Are we going to decide to go to that mass where people only come to mass at Christmas and try and fight with them for our pew? Then afterwards, you're going to do your different things. You're going to go into Christmas. By New Year's, the new toy smell is going to have worn off and the kids are going to be playing with their same old stuff in the boxes. After that, you're going to go back to school. Once you get back to school, we're going to go into Mardi Gras. And, and if you're not careful and if you're preparing for Christmas as an event, we're going to be back here in three months and you're going to wonder where time went and I'm going to be wearing purple again because it's going to be Ash Wednesday. Because right now we're in the busiest time of year, and if we're not careful, tomorrow is going to be Ash Wednesday. That's if we prepare for Christmas as if it's an event. It'll go by quick, 
It won't have much of an impact. Might have some good pictures. Might have some good Christmas cards. But it will be over before we know it. But if we enter into Advent for looking and waiting for a person, will be changed. If we enter into Advent focused more on a person and less on an event, we will be changed. Because preparing for Advent and looking for a person, waiting for a person, changes us more than anything else. It happens inside of us. It happens in my heart. Where I get the junk out of the way and I let God reign. It has a deeper impact. And by, and, and by the time Christmas comes, well now all of a sudden I have a completely different direction and a completely different way of approaching the world. Just like my cousin when she had her baby. Which one would you rather? An event or a person? Because one's going to have a lasting effect. The person is going to have a lasting effect. The person is going to make us holy. The person is going to make us open to what it is that God wants for us. A whole lot more than just more stuff. So today, as we come to this Mass, as we approach this Advent season, how are we coming? Like, what are we desiring? Are we desiring to get to Christmas as an event? Are we going to be counting down for an event? Or, are we approaching this Advent season as we await a person? Now, that's not a passive waiting. That's not a just, I sit back and God does something over there and I'm just going to receive when it's my time. No, 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 no. That would be very, very boring. And God is very, very, if he's, if he's, one, if he's not one thing, it's boring. We, we have to be invested in this season. We have to be invested in this waiting. I've shared this with the college students the last couple of weeks in different capacities and in different places. But I think it's something that's very, very apt because it gets back to a core of who we are as Christians. I think the goal, uh, the goal of all, for all of us as Christians should be that we want to be holy. Amen? Uh, okay, that was weak. The goal for all of us is that we want to be holy. Amen? All right, that's what I like to hear. Right? I wake up. All right, good deal. I know it's late, but come on. All right? So if we want to be holy, the, the church, right, gives us a few things that are measurable, a few things that are obvious, a few things that are easy for us to do, and it's extremely simple to be holy. That might seem out there. Paul, what are you talking about? It's very, very simple to be holy. So I'll give you three things during this Advent season for you to do. If you want to be holy, if at the end of Advent you want to be holier than you are right now, because everybody said amen, even though I kind of Catholic guilted you into it, right? Like every, we, if we want to be holier on Christmas Day than what we are right now, there are three things that we can do. And it starts today. The first thing, once a day, or let me say it this way, once a day, once a week, and once a month. The first thing, once a day, we pray. Now, I know that's kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> You're probably like, oh, well, of course, the priest says pray. But listen, if we pray every day for 15 minutes, 
If we take time out of our day for 15 minutes, that is two YouTube videos. That is five stories that you actually care about on Facebook. Okay? If we just take that time and put it and invest it into opening ourselves up to what God has to do in our life, what, like focusing on God for a moment, if we pray for 15 minutes a day, I guarantee you, the end of Advent, by the time we get to Christmas, you're going to be a holier person. And if you're somebody that needs to be stimulated by something, like you need to look or listen to or see something to help with that prayer, very simple, start with the Bible and start with the Gospel of Luke. Start at the beginning and just start reading. 15 minutes a day. Gospel of Luke is going to give you all of the infancy narratives. It's going to give you all of, what, all of the, the, the young life of Jesus. 15 minutes a day. Once a week. Well, we started already. You're here. Mass. Church asks us to keep holy the Sabbath day, right? Like, like we, we are here for Mass. We're here to consecrate our time. God has seen it fit to give us just one day where we're supposed to dedicate it to God and God alone. To God and our family. Our parish family and our immediate family. You're here. If you have mastered coming to Mass every week, awesome. If you haven't, great. You just made, you made the first step for Advent. But if you have mastered coming to Mass every day, every week, awesome. That is awesome. That is beautiful. That is great. Then what I'm going to ask you to do is stretch yourself a little bit and try and make one daily Mass a week. So Sunday plus a day. Any day. Any place. In Thibodeau, we've got every time that you can possibly imagine. If you like breakfast, Jesus, awesome. you got everything from 6.30 to 8. If you like a lunchtime, Jesus, lunchtime Mass, awesome. We have Mass here. In, in the middle of the day, every day, except Wednesday. <laughs> and if you're an evening person, there's an evening option as well. Like, we have Mass available. If you want to do something different, if you want to increase and, and open yourself up to God a little bit more, embrace the Mass. Once a week. Or add one once a week. Final thing is once a month. Now, I know math, I'm not, like, I didn't do great in math in college, but I know math well enough to know that we're about 30-something days away from Christmas. And if that's the case, that we're, we're about a month away from Christmas, I, I know that once a month means I'm asking you to do this one time during the Advent season. And that's confession. Father, I haven't been to confession in, since my first one. I, I don't know the script. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Cool. Show up anyway. We'll have a conversation. If you've been to confession with me before, you know that it, it, it most of the time is not very intimidating. I hope. Uh, most of the time, we don't worry about a script. Most of the time, it is a conversation, and I'm willing to have it. If you haven't been to confession in a really long time, awesome. I'd love to hear it. But there's no thing that is better for us to prepare a place for God, prepare a place for Jesus in our heart, preparing for a person, waiting for a person. There's nothing that is better than going to confession and getting all the junk out of the way. Getting the, the, the months or days or years of sin out of the way so that God can come and be with us. I tell this to every kid that comes to confession for first confessions. When you come to confession, you're going to hear two things. 
You're going to hear Jesus say, I, I forgive you. And you're going to hear Jesus say, I love you. It is that simple. If we do those three things, I promise you, if at the end of, if you are faithful and disciplined and do those three things, once a day, once a week, once a month, during this Advent season, I guarantee you, you will know Jesus better. That you will be closer to Jesus by the end of the Advent season. That when, when Christmas comes, it's not just going to be a journey of, of getting ready for the next thing, the next event. But that this Advent season is going to have prepared you to receive a person. A person that you know better and that you want as part of your life. May this Advent season not be just a preparation and a planning time to get us to the next event. But may this Advent season be a time where we open up ourselves, open up our lives, and that we receive a person who can come and change us, that can come and make us better, that can make us holy.